um, I don't I don't like labels. I don't like labels. I have I have an issue with religion, uh, in the broadest sense. I don't believe. I don't I don't conform to the part where you say there is no there is no God in that essence. That there is no supreme being. I believe that is a supreme being, but I believe that doesn't give a fuck about us. Huh. That actually makes sense, because like. You know, with all that has happened in the world, I went to that documentary, that Cuban documentary, like, people are, people, people have gone through shit in, the, like, life. So I feel like if there's a God, I mean, at some point, it was meant to intervene. Uh, you are, you are right about that. It's not as if people have gone through, people are even going through shit. People are sick. Are going through, <laughs> people, if me, I was actually God. Yeah. I wouldn't even give you, I wouldn't even give a fuck about that, about the entire human race. Why there is no what is look at look at the human and tell me that there is anything if you are a god that you actually want to um you want your you want your brand to be on that <laughs> <Racing brand. laughs> is, is actually a very, very bad brand if that is an apex of your creation it's a bad it's a very, very bad listing on your on your record actually. you can't say that okay this is the apex of my creation I actually did this if you look at the human race like what we have actually achieved mm-hmm. for um, the amount of years we spent on the earth and our number, yeah. we've not really gone far. We are, we, 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 are, we are one of the we are one of the weakest. We are one of the fastest dying. Do you understand? Of animals. Of, or what? Um, with the amount of with what we have been given with our so-called intellect, yes. we've not actually transcended mortality. We've not fixed world hunger. We've not fixed. Um, uh, shelter. We don't we don't feed ourselves in general. Mm. Do you understand? And we we'll go we we'll go to war for the one of the most stupid reasons. Actually. Even animals do not go to war for such. But yet <laughs> we go to war for such. And that's the reason why I do not I don't actually conform. I I'm not, I don't like to put myself having labels which I'm there's no God. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm. Because when you see some things, yeah, you cannot. You cannot. No? You, it's not about inexplicable. You actually have to believe that there's actually a thoughtful design uh-huh. to it. Uh-huh. And you might believe that okay, um, there there's just like someone a software software programmer yeah. doing a program. Yeah. Then it now goes haywire. Uh-huh. So that's how, like human issue is is a program. Then it goes haywire. That's uh-huh. how, I mean, I, I see it. So there's actually a supreme. I believe that I believe for myself that uh-huh. there's actually a supreme being. But yeah. whether it gives a fuck about us. Is yeah, not sure. I don't. I, not, I tell believe that doesn't give a fuck about us. Fair because enough. there's a lot of evidence that shows that. It doesn't All right. So you've taken this from brand management. Yeah. All to the way to tech. I feel like we should get to know you. Hi guys. This is Yes What I Think podcast, and this episode is going to be on religion. I have my friend with me. So yeah, brand. Okay, Chukujeku. Are you an atheist or not? Uh, there's no direct answer to that. Okay. Because when people say that are you an atheist or not, mm-hmm. it's just like saying that are you going to go to heaven or not. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, it all it all comes down to there is no absolute. Yeah. You, you cannot no 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 atheist is going to tell you for sure that there is no God. Mm-hmm. Everybody is down to what they believe. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So that's why I have issues with that label. Mm-hmm. I for one, I is I there's the closest term you can term for what I. I most of my belief system is is what they call a deist, but I don't like agnostic, no? Not really. I prefer deist, deism, okay. because you actually assume, you actually assume that there is a god, okay. but you actually believe that there is a disconnect yeah. or is not responsible for what happens in the world. 
Okay. Do you understand? So yeah. there's no any there's no any reason for you to give you give that entity yeah. any sub subservience or any worship because you believe that oh it might the supreme being might have had impact in the creation of the world. Yeah. But at one point he decided to oh yeah go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. And he's busy doing other things. Hi guys, um, this is the year. Yes, what I think podcast. Um, this episode is on religion. I have my friend with me. Um. Chukujeku. Yeah, Chukujeku. Um, yeah, if, let's, let's meet you then. Yeah, the name is Chukujeku. Every other person calls me Rand. I'm a data analyst. I'm a, I'm a, a business enthusiast. Yeah. I have a background in engineering. I'm what you're going to call like the, I am a typical Lagos hustler. <laughs> we do all things. We run all things. And we are available for all things. Do you know, do you know why? Why I appreciate you and like conversations with you. It's mostly coming from a lot of like reasoning. It's mostly coming from a lot of analysis. You introduce yourself as a data analyst and that's very, very apparent in like the conversations that you have. So even with like soccer, why am I saying soccer? Even with like football, you're always bringing XG and all of this shit that a lot of people don't believe in <laughs> to, <laughs> to prove a point. And now maybe we are going to fuse that in this conversation. We don't know, but yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, religion, the concept of religion. You know, I reckon that when people started living, like when the first man and the first, we don't know, we don't know that now. Like there are different accounts of the first man and the first woman, right? Um, me, I tend to align to the point because there's no there's one thing that people always make mistake is that who believe that we are we are originated from first man and first woman. But I actually believe in the school of thought that says that we actually like descended from different species of human race, mm. and our own particular um, species, which is the human Homo sapiens, we are very 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 violent, and we, we have, have and there's a lot of records in which there's a lot of studies that actually there's actual that studies that actually show mm. that we our own our 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 species mm. wiped out our four beers <laughs> the ideas that we actually wiped wipe them out mm. do you understand wipe them out because we are actually very very violent we like to dominate absolutely yes. so when you when people ask me that oh when people ask me that um the first man the first woman you cannot get that from the way we are, mm-hmm. we are, we look, we are actually like the species that just like a mutated species mm-hmm. that just wants to wipe out every other thing and dominate every other thing. But you know, there's a creation story, right? So according to Christianity, for instance, yeah. it's that um, the first man was molded with clay, and you know, God bred, God breathed um, air into him, and then from his rib and all of that shit. And there's also the scientific point of view, Charles Darwin and shit, that said we, we were descendants of um, you know apes. There's a lot of there's a lot of like there's no balance with the story of the creation story. But that's not that's not what we are discussing today. We are discussing the origin of religion then. Right. So I'm thinking before okay, let's 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 look at it now from a Nigerian point of view, right? Before the white men came here, I mean, obviously, people were living. Yeah, sure. People were alive. People were doing their things, right? People didn't understand a lot of things, obviously, because like, obviously there was no Google and stuff. People didn't understand a lot of things. So people were having to ascribe meaning to a lot of things. 
So let's say you see a rainbow in the sky now. You've never seen it before. You can easily just ascribe that to, oh, this is because of this. This is why that is happening. Should you get what I mean, right? Yeah, sure. And even before the white man, white man came, we had our own gods. There was a whole origin story on, like, Odudua, for instance. Oh, is it the one that came, came down with chain and <laughs> got, a, got a cock? And a cock with uh, six, six toes. Six toes. So, like, people, people actually, like, believed in a system. People worshipped gods. Uh, actually, you see, there was a monarch system, right? There was a monarch system. Yeah, sure. Before, before, before the British Empire. Yeah. yeah. But you see, you know one thing I have. One thing, one, you know what we have always discussed this. I've always told you that. Mm-hmm. Usually, one thing about religion is this: like, if uh, three of us, let's say me, you, someone else, mm-hmm. we get stranded on the remote island, do you understand? I've always felt that for us to have sanity in the human system. We tend to believe in something extraordinary. Mm. And now if you want to keep people, especially the human race, yeah. with our violent nature, mm-hmm. you want to keep them in check. In check, you have to introduce culture and religion mm. to keep them. Because culture and religion binds humanity. Without culture and religion, yeah. we are going to have anarchy. But like culture didn't come from thin air though. Culture is like how people live. And culture, see. Religion, religion came from thin air, I'm sure. Religion does not, did not come from thin air. That was the thing. Let me tell you what I believe how religion came about. Okay. Now, when you have when you have people, when you have people, yeah. and you need to keep people in check, mm-hmm. you combine their culture and their beliefs, which is a figment of people's mental demons and their mental thoughts, mm. which is culture. That is culture. What you think, what you dream about. Now, when you now combine all that, some of the parts you cannot explain. Mm. Enough for you not to believe that. Enough for you not to go crazy. You now give that part out mm. to something superior than you. Mm. You use that part to explain it. That that's that. It's just like let me give you an example now. On centuries back, mm-hmm. in some parts of the Niger Delta, yeah. they believe that when you give birth to twins, bad things happen to you. Very sense, isn't it? Um, we are going to have a great disagreement <laughs> because I do not believe that Slesser was the one that stopped the killing of twins. That, is, that? that is actually a, that is actually a fraud. No huh? white person is going to stop people, a community, from killing twins. If people are going to stop it because they want to, no, but you can enlighten them. Though. That's that's what they give. You them. do not uh, see. They will tell you that Mongopard discovered the source of the Niger. The person that wrote it said she was the one. Yes or no? Yes. Yes or no? Yes. When they tell you about the slave trade that the that so stopped the killing, stopped the slave trade, nobody tells you about the mil- the million the millions of Africans that died on the coast of Atlantic trying to rescue their loved ones. Mm. Nobody tells tells their, tell their story. Mm-hmm. If they kidnap if they kidnap you, me and my guys we are not going we are not going home. We are going after we are going after. But nobody tells their story. They just tell tell the story about how the fellow black men sold the fellow black men. Yeah. No story about the other black men that died trying to res- rescue their classmen, yeah. their community men, mm-hmm. their community children, yeah. their fellow children. Nobody yeah. so tell their, tell their oh, story. So they're obviously not going to sit back and, and watch. And, yes, and that story, if you're telling that story, it actually paints light to the four bears of the so-called white people that actually tell the story. So they won't say that, they won't say that part. True. They won't mention they wipe that. Out they wipe out that part and they mm-hmm. won't tell you the story about the black, the so-called slaves that mm-hmm. had to commit suicide mm-hmm. to escape it. Do you understand? So those are the uncomfortable truths we don't like saying. That's why we mention to Mary Slezor, stop mm-hmm. the killing of twins. No, but it's not absolute. Not we're, absolute. Going, we're going off track. 
we're going off track. We are, we are now trying to understand the origin of religion. Now, there's a lot of them in the world. Obviously, the most popular ones are Christianity and Islam, right? Yeah, and you have some other ones. In your opinion, what do you think like started a movement that is Christianity and Islam? Um, what's in, you see, every time, every time religion expands, mm -hmm. it always comes with conflict. How so? Every single time. How so? Okay, let me give you an example. When, when Christianity expanded, mm -hmm. Christianity was propagated by Emperor Constantinople. It was one of the biggest ones that led the expansion of Constantinople yeah. of Christianity. Yeah. As the Emperor, the ancient Roman Empire expanded Christianity because he adopted it as the Roman religion, mm -hmm. and as he really as he adopted it, he spread to everywhere the Roman Empire had an influence. Mm -hmm. The same thing with Islam. When you when a, when an empire adopts a religion, it expands. And once the thing expands, do you get? Mm -hmm. Once it expands, it's you have to be a dominant world power to move religion. Now let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you funny part. The ancient Christianity, the ancient Christianity, where it was more popular was where ancient Rome, yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you for a fact that it's also very very popular in Britain. Yeah, of course. But now you you check. Britain is actually is actually from the tribes, some Germanic tribes from German. Yeah. And those ones they actually had their indigenous regions and cultures. Yeah. But due to the Roman Empire mm. and their influence in Britain, yeah. it's washed over. The same way the British Empire washed over our our other indigenous cultures and religions with yeah. Christianity. Mm -hmm. So it's all about dominance. It's nothing, there's nothing, I'll tell you for a fact, there's nothing altruistic about the expansion of religion. It comes with blood and tears. Hmm. When the so-called crusaders with King Richard the Lion had ran the crusades mm -hmm. in the uh, Middle East, he not gone with kumbaya, dancing kumbaya. They all came with uh, knives and knives and spears. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, um, the second point now, the um, introduction of Christianity and Islam in, in Nigeria, here's what I think, right? Um, I think that because the the British Empire got um, the western parts and the eastern parts, well, not the complete western part, anyways, like half of it, anyways, and the full eastern parts, right? That was that was how they were able to exert their own um, religious beliefs, and that's why ninety nine percent of people in the east are Christians, right? And the Arabs got the northern parts, and that's why, say, hundred percent of them were Muslims at the time. What do you think? How do you think um, religion in Nigeria? Because, I, like we obviously said before the before 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 colonization, yeah, there was a Batala. Yeah, sure. There was a whole creation story around Shongo. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure. And you know all of these guys. So it was basically um, it was a story of. The white man coming to say, "Yo, your God is shit. This is the real one." What's your own um, projection of that? See, see, if we if we talk about the region in Nigeria, it's going to it's going to we're going to go very very far because it's not so straightforward like you like you you say. Do you get? Mm -hmm. It's not it's not straightforward. Now let me tell you, the Brit the British mm -hmm. the British what they wanted in Nigeria 
was not to was not to show Nigerians about Jesus Christ. Okay. Or to tell us about the good things that Jehovah or Yahweh. Obviously. What they wanted was resources, and they wanted people to help them do labor. Now, true, right? yeah. So now, for you to break a people, mm. you have to first break their culture and mm. their beliefs. You have to make them believe that their culture and their religion was lower. Remember what I said about the Romans mm. and the British. The Romans were the one colonizing, and their influence they used religion to take over the Britain. Britain had their indigenous religion, but by the time the Roman Empire had dwindled, the British were were left with the Roman religion. Christians, yeah. Yes. Okay. The Norwegians, the Vikings, mm. and all their issues with uh, Britain, in the end, the religion was what ended. The Norwegians are Christians. Mm. Nobody, nobody worships, worships, uh, worships uh, Odin or Thor or Freya anymore. Mm-hmm. Religion mm. is left. So what they did when they came to Nigeria was, uh, okay, they needed to break down the culture and tradition. Make the people feel inferior. There was one particular um, Bible, Bible passage I used to, that they used to they used in getting Africans to think low of themselves. That was the cause of harm. Hmm. That, was, that, that scripture, the cause of harm about the son of or the, so the son of uh, what is his name again? The son of the son of Jacob. The son of Jacob. The son of no, it's not the son of Jacob. The son of Noah. Hmm. Son of Noah that saw his father naked. After the why would the, the submerging of the world, and saw his son father naked, and he called his brothers. Then Noah told him, Noah cursed him. Mm. So according to this thing, they used the so-called map to draw it to Africa and said that the black man is the descendant of Ham, and they, the white men, are the descendant of Shem and and Japheth. So they are meant to be, they are meant to subjugate, explaining why the black race were being subjugated. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, so do you, do you get, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, what they did in the north is different. Now, the north, the north, part of northern, northern Nigeria yeah. were Islamic. Mm-hmm. Now, what Lugard did was this. Uh, Lugard had this issue in, in India because they already colonized India before. Okay. And they noticed and they discovered, and they discovered, and they discovered that if you enlighten the people, you tend to create people that are going to be very, very problematic. Mm-hmm. So what he did in the northern distance was to speak to their religious leaders. I told them that okay, we are going to give you, we are going to allow you guys to do whatever you are doing, as long as you keep your people in check. Mm-hmm. If you notice, the British had the chance to totally subjugate and influence the total religion structure of northern Nigeria and northern Sudan. Mm-hmm. Northern Sudan and northern Nigeria were test case for Lugard. Mm-hmm. He gave them. And kept the region there. The region was feed, uh, feeding on feudal supremacy. Mm. People were not meant to criticize their leaders. Mm-hmm. They kept it like that. Allowed them to do whatever they did as long as they keep their kept their people in check. Mm. And the south, the south here, yeah, we had a lot of. We didn't have that in the south. Mm. We didn't have, maybe to an extent in the southwest. Yeah. But in the south, south and the southeast, there was no any supreme leader. All you had was clans and hamlets. Mm-hmm. So they used the Christian church to keep them in check. Mm-hmm. So it's the religion in Nigeria is mm-hmm. it's not it's not black and white. I don't want to blame them because everything is everything is a tool in the end. Mm-hmm. 
because it was it's not black and white it's it's a tool in resource control yeah it was a tool to keep the people subjugated and to keep them doing what they needed to be done yeah and as a as a gift spread the propagation of christianity yeah so it was a win-win between the church and the political um efforts yeah. of Britain. So it was women in Nigeria. I mean the church was Britain still. Yeah, the church the church, the Archbishop of Canterbury and this yeah. So the missionary were gaining mm-hmm. and the country, the countries, the European countries were also gaining because they they it was like the church was like an advanced force. Mm. Like if you check there was one book, there was a book by Echiwa Chibe which they the 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 propagandist, protagonist was um, Okonkwo said that said about they using our people, they use our people yeah. to get get into us, and now the center does not hold again. Things fall apart. Yeah. So they use the church as an advanced mm-hmm. force. Mm-hmm. Advanced force. They come bearing goods and this, get some of the people to join the church, and now use those same people to tear the things that held the communities together. Mm-hmm. And once they tear them down, they now use the Military force to pick off dissenting voices, and without mm-hmm. the dissenting voices, the entire community has fallen into subjugation. Here's what I think: just by inference, you know, just by thinking like deep into how um, you know things were back in the day. So these people, Nigerians, right? Yeah, they were living in peace and harmony. I don't know. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, not <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. But but. But they did not know Christianity or Islam. And they were trying to figure life out by themselves. That's before colonization, right? Which of the colonization? Because I know that this guy, uh, some of the Arabs already got into Northern Nigeria before even the Portuguese got to Southern Nigeria. Because mm-hmm. the Portuguese got to Southern Nigeria around 16th century. Mm-hmm. The Arabs already got already touched down in some places in um not 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 Nigeria yeah. since fifteenth century yeah. or fourteenth century. I've mm-hmm. gotten there already. Yeah. But the issue that they had was getting to, they could not get to the they could not get to the um south yeah. because of the thick forest and because of those ones were coming from the 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 side savannas. Yeah. They were coming with horses and camels. Also camels did not do well with Sese Fly mm. which was very very popular around the Around the um, the forested area of the southern Nigeria, so it yeah. was not so easy for them. But the the British, the Europeans that were coming from the sea was a it had more easier for them. So they kind of met in the middle, which was like something like Quara, as mm. a part of Oyo at the end. Yeah. So it was it's not so straight. It's not so straightforward. You get it's mm. not so straightforward. But it was in the end it worked out. We had a northern region that is Muslim dominated, a southern region that is. Christian dominated, yeah. so it's just like, it's just like I see the country was divided into two. Yeah, so like the the mental condition, it must it must it must have been tough at the time because like you are telling people like all they've known in their entire life was false. Obviously, because you are doing that with guns and a lot of waves and cut and chains and stuff. Definitely, so, definitely wasn't peaceful. Yeah, obviously, to change the mental condition of. Anyone, yes, it has to be forced because, like, you have to unlearn a lot of things. Yeah, sure. So, let's say you are you are making sacrifice for Batalana, for instance, you are doing your palm oil and you know, doing all, all of your rituals, and you know, you are convinced that that was your own true God. Um, okay, let me tell you, there's something that happened, there's something that happened 
Okay, I will give you an example of something that happened in my hometown. Yeah. And I will just oppose it something that happened in a while better, a while earlier. So what I did was some of the slaves that they took, yeah, they took outside Nigeria. They came back. Hmm. I saw they were already praying, priests, pastors, pastors, clergy. Because some of the priests, some of the uh, slaves, they dropped them in Syria alone. Mm. Syria and Liberia, and some of them finally made their way back to their regions in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And those ones came bearing the good news in goods. Mm. And those ones, because those ones are like you and I, mm-hmm. they were much, they got more reception. They could basically see the good news in those people's languages. True. So it was getting more reception. Mm-hmm. Some of all, one other thing that was very, very ingenious about it was that the first people actually got the message yeah. we are the so-called because in our in our ancient religion you know we like to paint it as if it was all that it wasn't all that yeah. there are a lot of discrimination the same thing you see they have discrimination like in the ancient uh, eastern nigeria they mm-hmm. had the also the people that are dedicated to the gods or prisoners of war that they did to the gods no one's about to, to get married to them because they get to the god so those are the first people that were very very receptive to okay, just imagine that you you're an outcast in goods, and a new god is trying to tell you that oh, in this new god there's nothing like outcast. Everybody is the same under god. Yeah. Won't you run? You run towards it now. Mm-hmm. And when they run towards it, those are the first people that were converted, and those are the people that now carry to their head. Mm. Do you understand? And once you make people believe that oh, because you know this, you're higher than everybody person, mm. they become very very confident. And that was what happened. And so when they, when the numbers started doing the, the amount of people that were that were believing in the traditional stuff started dwindling as the years go by because the practitioners would die off and the younger people were not so keen on sacrificing goats and cows. Yeah. There were more better things doing since they were going to the church and they didn't have to sacrifice goats. Do you understand? So the, the this thing was reducing. So by the time the people that were in the white man religion were more than the people that were practicing the the the, the indigenous religion. Yeah. Those the people in the white man religion became the oppressors. Before they used to be the oppressed. Mm. Do, do you get? They used mm-hmm. to be the oppressed. Now they became the oppressor because the numbers gain. Every single time they have been changing dynamics between the oppressed and the oppressor, the oppressed become the oppressor. Mm. So so the same thing happened in my village because there was one time when I was growing up, I grew, when, I, when I was younger, I was growing up, I went to my hometown. Mm. There was this you all you have to have all these shrines. They did this outreach then, one yeah. Catholic outreach. You know, they came to the, the village and they were praying and they were unhurting shrines and burning it. Do you understand? Yeah. They were unhurting shrines and burning it. Those are people's legacy. Yeah. It's not meant to happen. But because people have believed that them, because people that believe in the white man religion are higher pedestal and those that are passing the indigenous state are a cake. Mm. Or they're the Stone Age men. Yeah. So those are, those are, that is why they lord over them. Do you understand? Because those who also, it has gone to a stage where even people that are passing it now believe that they are. Because when you go to the church and hearing Jesus power, super power, mm. and water power, powerless mm-hmm. power, you've been, you've been conditioned from this yeah. thing that you are serving a higher power. Mm-hmm. And those who are serving water, they are serving a lower power. Mm-hmm. Even when you're reading books, you see them lesser gods. Yeah. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. When you see them, they are writing, they are, they are writing, they are spelling the gods in small letter. Yeah, this is the one true God. Do you know? So all these things are, they are small, but it works. You, Obatala, when you want to write the gods, you write a small letter, G. Mm-hmm. In, in Yoruba, was that, was there any 
uh, small Lua and big Lua. No, there wasn't. Do you understand? There was no small Lua and big Lua. Uh-huh. So it's it was it's it's the pretty the, the European way of trying to tone down the rhetoric. Do you understand? Uh-huh. It's trying to get into the psyche of the people. Uh-huh. Whether people believed it, they started believing that Matara uh, was smaller than Yahweh, even though Yahweh was not even a, it was not even a Caucasian. It's more of a Middle East god, uh-huh. Middle East god from ancient uh-huh. um, uh, Palestine. Uh-huh. So it's. It's it's not so straightforward like that. Everything about religion is not so straightforward. Even the Yahweh got he gets his a lot of all these Christian cultures and traditions. It comes from ancient Sumeria. It comes from ancient Sumeria and Mesopotamia. It comes from ancient Sumeria and Mesopotamia. So all these things built up, and some of those traditions get mixed up with former Greek mythology, uh-huh. Roman mythology. Uh-huh. Translate to some of the ancient British cultures, yeah. Mix up with some of the European cultures, we got to here and mixed up with our own cultures, also. Mm-hmm. So it's not so, it's based on you know, like I said, I told you that beginning in human is the most important is culture and tradition. Mm-hmm. Region is now how you explain the things that you can understand mm-hmm. by your culture, you give it to a supreme power, mm-hmm. so you don't have to go crazy. Because, in as much as I claim to be a deist. Yeah. Some of the most happiest people I know actually religious people. Yeah. Because they go to bed at night. Yeah. Not worried about anything. Someone is taking care of you. Yes. It's not easy. That is that is something that me actually I'm very, very jealous about. Because actually, I can't. Actually. I can't. <laughs> when someone is having an accident and a person shouting Jesus. Me, I can't shout Jesus. Because I know Jesus is not going to save me. <laughs> so I'm worried. <laughs> I know what actually. I'm most people, most people are dying and they are happy they are okay they are going to heaven me I have no heaven to go to so mm-hmm. what I know what I leave this world is the end for me mm-hmm. so if I don't make if I don't make happiness in this earth mm-hmm. I'm a goner mm-hmm. but then even if you, you are suffering you have suffered so much they hope that when they die they go to a better place me I have no better place to go to <laughs> they might be but I have not believed that there is any better place for me the only better place I currently have is here or the worst place because like they believe that if you don't do right by God, uh, you're going to end up in hell. I've never believed that. I've never, in all my life, I've never believed in hell. Because, I've seen, see, if I was born in the UK, mm-hmm. or I was born in the US, I might believe in hell. But I've lived in hell. Nigeria. <laughs> you see, if there, if, there is, if there is any hell worse than Nigeria, I actually want to see it. Because I actually want to. You're going to be born in bro. Born they're going to be burning. See, and if, a, a lifetime, an eternity of discomfort. Uh, are you are you comfortable? <laughs> yeah, but like it, it gets worse. Is is what is what um, Christian is saying. I want to see how it gets worse. It gets worse though. Okay, as a black man, yeah. as a black man, yeah. let's imagine now. Okay, let's imagine you're a black man. Let's imagine a black man living in 18th century. Let's imagine you are a Syrian. Living through the war. No, it's not really. It's not I don't. You see, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make it this. Let's imagine. That, okay, it's not. Even, you don't need to go far. Mm. You're in Nigeria. Let's imagine you're in Safara. You don't even <laughs> go need to go far. Your daughter is raped and molested. Your wife is raped in front of you. Your child is killed. Do you understand? Mm. You every day of your life you are living in utter trauma. Mm. So tell me, someone that tells you and tell you that there is a hell. But that's Job's story, though. Job's story. Job's. Job, that is a story. Someone's this is someone's reality. Someone's reality. You don't think that you don't think that the stories in the Bible are real. You don't want to you don't want to hear my opinion on that. Because 
That's literally what we go higher on the podcast. Okay, let me let me let me let me without joke to you mention about now. Let's let's hear. Let's hear. Let's let's just analyze it. Let, let me just humor you. Okay. So, as as a man, mm. you have a wife. Mm-hmm. You give it to seven uh, five children. Mm-hmm. Five of them die. Mm. You feel distraught. Mm. You traumatized. You have PTSD. That's the end of your life, really. Oh, just now. I say thank you for being faithful. You give birth to another five children. Mm-hmm. Are you a happy man? Yeah, what the fuck? No. You've lost five children! Yeah, you've lost. That's never going to change. It's never going to change. The grief is never so going to change. So even if you give birth to 20, yeah. you've lost five you've children! Lost five. Yeah. So, what the. I think a lot of people actually mistake the Joe story for a happy ending. It's not a happy ending. Right, because, like, the Bible then. Because, according to the Bible, it's, it's basically a chess match between God and Satan. But the problem is that the man. Lost five children. That was the point. But it, though I, I find it, I find it very, very tasteful. Tasteful when people tell me that oh, is is a story about someone's fate. This is a, this is a traumatizing story. About loss. This is great a, loss. This is humongous loss. Great loss. See if you lose, if you lose all those properties as well. Then you, then it was a well. Then they now, they now painted, they now painted the wife as a bad person. This woman lost five children. Right. We've seen someone that loses one child mm-hmm. and go through so much traumatizing I was I was depression. Have you ever been at the funeral? It's crazy. Now the woman is being painted as a bad woman <laughs> because she did not trust her. This woman has lost everything. <laughs> if, do you know the pain of burying your children? It's crazy. And it's not as if she they buried five of them at once. Mm-hmm. They were dying. Yeah, one after the other, one after the other. So like when does it end? Do you understand? It ended at so, one. And the woman I gave him the easiest part. Take your life and end it. Mm. That was she was giving me best advice. So a lot of people, one, I believe that I've always said, said that the Bible was written by sheep headers and goat headers. <laughs> it does not make sense. Very high on Obviously, <laughs> yeah, we're taking mushrooms. Because all the things that they talk about there, and you see someone, you see, they told somebody was not uh, was he uh, one of the. Um, the priest, the one of the Bible writers, they told yeah. him to go and marry, they go and marry a prostitute <laughs> and give birth to her, give yeah, allow other people who are sleeping with his wife mm. just to prove something. It does not make sense. So about miracles then, about miracles, one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest selling point of religion, especially Christianity, mm-hmm. is miracles. So it's making you believe that, okay, if you believe this person is the only God. Mm-hmm. If you believe that this person is the ultimate, if you believe that this is the beginning and the end mm-hmm. of humanity, this is the beginning and the end of life as you know it, mm-hmm. this person is going to come through for you in ways that you cannot explain. And that's a miracle. So even like with Bible stories when like, um, you know, Jesus, for instance, yeah. feeding 5,000 people with two loaves yeah. and as a magician, really. Mm-hmm. But like the Bible is making you Believe that it is miracle and it happened. I have a, I have a question. Okay. If if um, if um, you you give your child, yeah. you give your child, you give your children. Let's say you give your children two loaves of bread, yeah. two loaves of bread to share. Let's say that's your children. Let me say I'm not saying your children. I say let's just make it. You say okay, you go to a secondary school, yeah. Yeah. Kids, you know, like Jesus, one and you give them two loaves of bread to share. Mm-hmm. And also those those children are full. Who do you think that they are stealing bread? <laughs> there is some, see, you have to understand that someone's bread was missing. Someone's fish was missing. 
Don't see if that if that is does not make sense. But that's the point of miracle, though. It doesn't make sense. There, there is not see miracles are not meant to make sense. It's see okay. Let's even go back to the Bible. The book of Ecclesiastes say that the scripture tells you that the Lord God, the Lord God, makes the rain uh-huh. fall on the wicked and the good. Uh-huh. Tell you that it tell you that luck and fate happens to all man. Uh-huh. So there's nothing like miracle. It's just luck happen to you. Do you understand? Uh-huh. When people tell that when you have faith, the, that that faith they mention about yeah. is a scam word <laughs> because faith cannot be measured. True. It can't be quantified. True. You cannot know when you have enough faith. Uh-huh. You can't know when you have not enough faith. Uh-huh. When it happens, they say you have you have faith. When it doesn't happen, you don't have enough faith. Like I have faith that Chelsea are going to win the league this season. But when it doesn't happen, they say you don't have enough faith. <laughs> but when it happens, they say, oh, I knew it was always going to happen. So it's it's a fraud. It's a f- empirical evidence shows that empirical evidence tells you that uh-huh. every single time you take one orange uh-huh. and you take another orange uh-huh. and you count the two of them together, you're going to be left with what? Two oranges. Yeah. That's empirical uh, fact. Uh-huh. It's undisputable. Uh-huh. Every single person, if you go to the North Pole, you take one orange, you take uh-huh. another orange, uh-huh. you count it together, you're going to be left with two oranges. Yeah, of course. It's empirical. Uh-huh. But you cannot tell me that when this man does people are healed. When he does, people are not healed. But those other people that were healed are fit. Those people that did were not healed, did not have enough fit. It is not empirical. It is not It is not something that can be defended. Yeah, you can't measure the other people's faith. That is, that is why I say it is. It is a scam. There is a fraud there. Mm. Because you cannot, it is, it's, you, are, you, are, you are putting your entire destiny on something you cannot quantify. Mm. You cannot measure it. You cannot tell me that, okay, let's imagine that we have so many churches in Nigeria. Let's move mm-hmm. out to Nigeria. We have so many churches in Nigeria. Yeah. And yet, we are the, we are the poverty capital of the world. Real. One out of three people living under poverty. Mm-hmm. We are terrorized. Mm-hmm. We have more debts. Mm. And yet, we have the highest number of pastors. We are evil as well. Please don't forget that. We are very evil. For a very highly religious people, yeah, we are, are very, 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 very corrupt and wicked. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm. Let me now tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you the part. Let me tell you what's funny part. Now. The Germans were Christians. Mm-hmm. The British were Christians. Mm. The German priests who anointed the soldiers to go to the Holy War. Mm. The British priests who anointed the British soldiers for the Holy War. Mm-hmm. And both of them will meet in the Holy Background, in the <laughs> Holy Battleground, killing each other for the holy decree, <laughs> serving the same God in quotes. Mm-hmm. And at no point did the Holy Spirit tell of them and tell them, stop! Mm-hmm. In my name, mm-hmm. killed the massacred a lot of people. He still took human beings mm-hmm. to say, okay, oh, let us stop. Not any supreme being, though, mm-hmm. but human beings. So when you tell me about um, religion doing this, Religion is just is what there's one person I said. Religion is the opium of the masses. Mm. It's only it only works for people that do not know better. People that are poor, people that are wretched. It does not work. If you check the world richest list, I give I can dare say that sixty percent there do not have might not have never entered the church in the last ten years. I'm sure the mosque is not religious. I can tell you, Brigitte is not religious. Sure by the end, this guy better not religious because you cannot have that so much money and believe that someone made it for you. Mm. Because you know how luck played a part, mm. not you hitting your head on the stone mm. 
or you dropping sacrifices? Nope. Tithing. Do you know that um, Japan? Japan believed that their that their emperor was a god. Until they, until they lost the World War II. <laughs> and that's when they dropped the emperor as a god. Huh. And they decided to go for scientific something that can be proven. Huh. And Japan so worked. China stopped believing in China became a communist state. And decided and decided to embrace trade, not praying. Huh. India had so many gods for decades. Yeah. And yet Britain with one god colonized them. <laughs> Us with our numerous gods. Amadioha, where was Amadioha? Where was Amadioha when they were carrying our people asleep? Where was Shongu? Was Shongu not? Was not? Was the district Lugard when Lugard came and slapped the laughing over your head? <laughs> so yeah, um, it goes back to. So I was having this conversation with a friend, a religious friend, really, and you know, he was like, according to the Bible, if you don't believe in God, you are going to hell. So it doesn't matter what you believe in. Another friend um, during the conversation was like, mm-hmm. okay, if you believe in um, Islam, if you believe in Allah, for instance, mm-hmm. it's the same God. He was trying to equate, yeah. you know, saying, okay, if you believe in Allah, if you believe in Allah, it's the same God and will be saved. But the Christian guy was like, no. Well, believe According to his own Bible, it is either you believe in the Christian's God or none. Or not, so you are either a believer or a non-believer. So it doesn't even matter if you are uh, like a Buddhist, for instance. I'm sorry to cut you, but like it goes to saying like, if I were born in Saudi Arabia, yeah, Islam is all I'm going to know. Obviously, I've, I do. I asked somebody this particular question. What pastor, I was born in the what pastor? I asked him that who determines who gets the short end of the stitch? Hmm. Who determines who determines it? Because you're always you're only as good as what you are exposed to. Mm-hmm. If the British, if the Portuguese never found the shores of Africa, that your that your friend is going to be hitting his head or sacrificing um, a a dog mm-hmm. to Ogun. Mm-hmm. So is so yes. where is Jesus Christ? Where is he going? To, where is the afterlife is asking for? If we were never colonized, if we were just living as Nigerians from the inception until now, in China, let me tell you first one reason, one reason, one reason why I do not actually believe it. Yeah. China give China and India mm-hmm. have the highest population, almost half of the entire world. Yeah, and yet the Christian population in that system is almost negligible. They have more people yeah. practicing other religion than Christianity. Yeah, so, well. so are you telling me that over two billion people are going to hell? If over two, two billion people are certain to go to hell, that's where I want to be. <laughs> because that's where the party at. That's where the party is. <laughs> that's where the party is. There's about one thousand religions in the world. And every of them believe that their religion is the true one. It's the true one. Because like, that's what they've, they've always known. See, you know, you don't forget about that. Even in Christianity, mm-hmm. there is over a hundred denominations. They have different factions, yeah. Even, see, let me tell you that. Let me tell you, let me, let me post you. Even in the, in the UK, people were, people were hung, burnt for heresy for, to get all those religions, all those denominations are here. Mm-hmm. Protestants, Anglican, Methodist, Calvinist, uh-huh. Lutherians, people were hung, killed, beaten. Are you serious? They were beaten. No, there's a joke with this as well. Are you Christian? Now, see, let me now, let me tell you. I was, I, I spent 
some years of my life achieving too much wokeness. Of course, that explains your rebel nature, no? It's not a lot of their doctrines don't make sense. Like the one where you can't donate blood even if someone is dying. Like me, for the life of me. You see, I've always see, I've always had I've always had issues. I think I also had issues with them. Hmm. I also had issues with them. Because some of their issues were was also because it was too close knitted. Too close knitted. Now, if you if you are a publisher, mm-hmm. if you are a publisher, a publisher and a publisher or a pioneer and a pioneer, those are the terms they use for people that go on preaching, preachings. So if you're a publisher and you have, let's say, a man and a woman publisher, and she gets molested by the fellow publisher, mm-hmm. she cannot testify, she cannot, according to the ADC, you're not meant to take it to the courts. You're meant to take it to the elders. And if you don't have witnesses, obviously if I was going to if someone's going to molest you, mm-hmm. it's not going to put it's going to molest you where you go to see witnesses. Definitely. Yeah. And if you don't have witnesses, according to them, it never happened. They're going mm-hmm. to bury it. And there there is caches and caches of cases over the years. And that is not forgetting where they said that the entire world was going to end in 1918. And it never ended. Who said that? It was in, it was in the earlier publication that they said it was going to end again in 1945. It never ended in 1945. <laughs> and here we are. So rapture is just never going to happen? Rapture? How is rapture going to happen? Someone in my... When I see used to go to church anyway, in my youth church, someone explained that, that rapture is personal. Mm-hmm. That rapture happens to you when you die. Okay, and it's always an explanation because everybody cannot you see. This is why what's about religion is that everybody, just like Obatala mm. and Songo, mm-hmm. everybody gives their own what they believe. Yeah. In in the east, the god of lightning and thunder, Amadiwa. Yeah. In the southwest, Songo. Yeah. In the ancient um, Norwegian, mm-hmm. it was called um, what is name? What is name? Thor. Thor. Yeah. In ancient Greece. It was um, Zeus mm. in um, this in uh, Rome. Mm-hmm. It was uh, was it Jupiter or so? Mm. So do you get? So a lot of people try to explain it in their own way. Mm-hmm. So you see people are going to tell you that oh one will talk will be talking now and I will go. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. The extreme scriptures tells you that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood and blood and blood cannot. So do you get? Yeah. So that's where some people read that and now understand that oh there's nothing like you just. Floating the sky mm. and going. Yeah. Now, it's you before the before the before um, the Lana brothers and some of the people invented the flying plane that could go past the sky. <laughs> they used to think that the heavens were in the sky. Yeah. But now, when the Lana brothers go discover that the scriptures and the interpretation have to change. Do you understand? Where's the heavens now? What? Where's the heavens? The heavens now is now spiritual. It's no longer up. Now, even I believe what I say now. There's one particular Bible verse that used to kill me. That was the Tower of Tower of Babel. Do you get? So now they said, oh, the reason why they, they said the reason why they scattered it was because they're trying to touch the heavens and go and see God. Mm-hmm. So it means that the, by the because the, the people that wrote the Bible were sheep headers and goat headers. They didn't know that it was just the atmosphere that is up. There's no heaven, there's no heavens yet. There's no heavens. Do you get because they were sheep headers and goat headers, that's why they believe that when you build this skyscraper, they are going to touch the heavens. And now, because a lot of us know, yeah. if you ask your pastor, he's going to change it. He won't tell you that the heavens were there. He's going to tell you that, oh, because people are trying to stay one place. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So, um, I feel like we've been demonizing religion a lot. 
but like ultimately it's just us trying to make sense of like how it came to play and you know the power that it, that it has nowadays so there's a lot of mental conditioning involved as you as, as mentioned it's too much power there's too much power with religious leaders too much power too much power yes too much power i agree because like but it turns to like he he heard he heard yeah it becomes, kind of a, it becomes a cult but yeah, it, it is a cult though. yeah but I feel that I feel that the powers are actually winning the powers are winning now why why do you, why do you think so yeah because the problem what is the, the biggest antis, ant, um, antithesis to to religion mm. is information okay. if you ever if you have ever been to a religious setting and you grew up in a religious family mm-hmm. questions have always been don't ask believe Right. Don't ask. You can't question. No question. You can't so now, ask questions. So now, globalization allows you to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You touch of a button, you open Google. Mm-hmm. Touch of a button, you open Google. Yeah. 20 or years ago. put information on Google. Now, 20, yes, 20 years ago, you could not. Mm-hmm. It was only what you had around. Mm-hmm. And if people are not giving you the answers around, you swallow it. Mm-hmm. But now, if people are not giving you the answers, you can always reach out to other people. You can always see what other people are thinking. Do you understand? Yeah. So that is the biggest issue for religion heading. Mm. So now a lot of all those more closeted religion religious dominations are opening up. Deeper life are opening up. Jordanesses have no choice than to open up. And it's it's opening up. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. They are accepting things they did not used to accept. Because a lot of people now are asking why. Before a lot of when you tell them that you cannot do this, people accept. Now mm-hmm. when you tell them you cannot do that, people ask, why? Yeah, like why is my friend dying and I can't give do you understand? So when people ask questions yeah. and you cannot give them a certain answer, they leave. Mm. They leave. The Catholic Church has been dwindling in Britain for years, mm. and that was the biggest, the biggest this uh, attack the the um the organized religion Christendom had mm. was gay marriage, mm. because at that point the question was, are you going to accept or not? Mm. If you do not accept, those people they're going to move. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. And the more the thing becomes acceptable, the scriptures are pl- are clear. Do you understand? It's not support of it, no. It's not even about support. It tells they are going to they are going to perish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men will lie with men. Yeah. Women will lie with women. It was clearly stated. It was. It was not. It was not. Uh, there was not in between. There it was, was no gray, gray area. Yeah. It was clear. Yeah. So if you're going to stick with the religion, mm-hmm. whether any religion. Any religion, because those people were goat headers mm. and sheep them, them tenders. Do you understand? They, they, there was no any lot of scientific talks put to it. Yeah. So it was, if you're going to stick with religion, yeah. you are going to go against homosexuality. Mm. And if you go against homosexuality with the acceptance, mm. you're going to lose members. Yeah. And when you lose members, you lose operation, operating funds. I want you to lose operating funds. You cannot go, you cannot do, you cannot function. Mm-hmm. I want you cannot function, you're, you're dying. Mm-hmm. And when you die off, nobody cares where you die off. Many just have died. So, yeah, I, I think um, with religion, I, I, I think it's a funny one because I remember when um, David's son died. May so rest in peace. It was actually very sad, right? The entire country felt it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We, we all felt it because, like, now that that that, that brings about my what I told you about. If people could feel the pain of the widow for losing one child, yeah, and yet someone tell me that Job lost five, Job lost five. No, but like, this, is, this, this is this is interesting. This is interesting. This is interesting part of it. 
right? Because if you ask religious people, they tell you God has a plan. They will tell you. They will, no, they will, they will actually tell you that David Joe is not religious enough. It wasn't prayerful enough. Yeah, it wasn't prayerful enough. But this is the thing. Daddy Joe's son died as well. See, let me let me let me let me tell you. See, this is what you get. This is where you get the irony here. Mm. When you are when you are no when you are not a churchgoer, yeah. When you are a churchgoer and something bad happens to you, mm-hmm. they tell you that because you are not prayerful. Prayerful. Yeah. If you are now a very very religious person and mm-hmm. something happens to you, mm-hmm. we tell you the will of God. They tell you the will of God. Yeah. Fuck that. God give it. I got taken. That is what I'm, one of my biggest. That, you know, you see that phrase? That phrase. God give it mm-hmm. and God take it. So, people have always asked me that what is always my issue. What's always my issue. Mm-hmm. Now, I have one particular friend. May so rest in peace. So, this person has never had a break. Mm-hmm. Father died, growing up, had a little more, labored, went to school together, secondary school together. Mm-hmm. I saw the struggle. Mm-hmm. So the struggle he going to school was was hard. Mom had to do triple, double, four times the work to ensure that oh our son gets gets the proper and right training. Okay, yes. Now before we before our final exams, SS SS three, the man falls sick, the driver the man dies. Mm. Burial, the hearing from the pastor, God give it and God take it. Mm-hmm. Now the problem I've always had is that why is more? There are billions of people mm-hmm. that God loves. Why is more? The only person he has in this is this entire world. Why is more? Mm-hmm. So now who now all of what I always ask, I asked when I was in Georgia, I asked the same question. I said, who who, who, who serves that short end of the stick? Because the guy has been dealt a short end of the stick. Yeah, he, lost that. he has lost everything. This one, he has lost everything. He, there's a high chance of him not turning out anything good. And it's not his fault because he's already the world is leading him already. He has given him handicap. Like, mm-hmm. way, 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 way. Do you understand? Yeah. So, and not only for, and the depression later took him. Of course. Depression later took him. Yeah. So, do you get me? Do you understand? So, when people are tell you that, oh, because he's not prayerful enough, is more prayers not enough? Mm. You know, he's praying. Mm-hmm. But yet, she still died. Of course. So, what is now the owner? Why, where is the owner for you to pray? Nobody can even say that the Joe is not prayerful enough. That, 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 that would be really Do you understand? You had, you had them, they say, you had TV just that could see who was going to win the election, <laughs> who was going to do this, God, who was going to do this. But when he's, when he's um, building with people, Expatriate people from different countries mm-hmm. that came for his revolutions yeah. collapsed. Mm-hmm. He did not see it. He didn't see that because if he had seen it, he would have told people to evacuate, evacuate the building. Yeah, but obviously, he, he did not see it, and mm-hmm. people died. Mm-hmm. And the funny part was that when people died, they still used subservient way to bury the case. Mm. Why was he burying the case? Mm. Why was he burying the case? I mean that was that that should have been like a civil case. Do you understand? So why was this still burying the case? You came so when people tell me about Africa, what is Africa? Is that if you are in the UK, mm. you are you are allowed to go to to understand religion, but you can't be in Nigeria and see how the way the country has been or Africa. Mm. Let me let me post you it. This uh, there was one if you were growing up, there was this show they used to do on TV there, um, the Seven Hundred Club. Yeah. They used to do seven club if you can remember seven club, one cube, they used to do one um one cartoon one um 
um, Christian cartoon they used to show one um, robot with TV on his chest. Mm-hmm. The TV on his chest which taking you back to the past to go and see David and the Goliaths. <laughs> you remember the show? No, I don't actually. No. The, the, the pastor that he was that was in charge of the 700 club was a very, very rich man. Mm-hmm. One of the source of his wealth was when they used to, they actually charged him mm-hmm. but they used they used the America Americans they used executive powers to ensure that the trial never worked. Mm. So during the during the Liberia Civil War and the Sierra Leone Civil War and it was in the Liberia Civil War, the guy used to claim to use the seven hundred club jet mm. to ferry humanitarian materials mm. to Liberia and Sierra Leone. But they found out that they were using the planes to ferry humanitarian materials and ferry out conflict diamonds. Which the same confidence was used to pay, um, to pay all the so-called freedom fighters that were committing atrocities. <laughs> they were using child soldiers, raping women and key and girls. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. So at that point, did you, did you get me? So at what point did the OSP wish part to the man tell him that that's not good? And when they now charged him, normally if he was innocent, he yeah. should have. Open yourself for proper investigation. Of course. But it was buried. It was buried. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. So all these shady things. And I don't know, I've never believed that pastors are meant to be perfect. They are human beings. Of course. But if you claim to say is that he will if you claim to if you want to stay in the kitchen, Do you understand? Mm. You should not be scared of the heat. Of course. You're the one that put yourself for service. Mm. You should be able to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. If it's too hot. You stay away from the kitchen. Mm. You close your church and you go and walk. Yeah. But see, this is the interesting thing about religion. I mean, that comes in a different episode where we talk about stand culture. Mm-hmm. But I feel like religion has the highest, the most vibrant stand culture in the world. Because yeah, a pastor can actually, like, be raping someone in front of you. Sure. So and wants- people... This guy burned somebody now, Pastor King. And yeah, and people, people defended him. Yes, and people, they, they still went to his church and said that he was being prosecuted. Yeah. He said he was being prosecuted. So, um, well, let's talk about the pros and cons of religion, right? Um, so we talked about like the cons and all of that, you know, the spam culture country and the, the mental condition that have subjugated people to, to think of their, think of themselves as lesser and, you know, just sort of like find excuses for a lot of things that happen that, are sometimes inexplicable. Yeah, sure. But like there are a lot of pros, you have to admit, right? Yeah, come after I said I said earlier that I'm actually very jealous of a lot of religious people. Mm. Because see, let me tell you one thing there. One thing about one thing the religion gives you is peace of mind and confidence. True. It gives you confidence because when you pray, when you pray, so even if you are not prepared, mm. you go to an exam or because you believe that someone got your back. Mm. You be able to face to face it, it might not be it might not end up well. But as you're writing the exam, you're going to be confident. Mm-hmm. You're going to be sweating. You can go for an interview and you believe that. That doesn't mean you pass, though. No, I say it doesn't mean you pass. <laughs> but at, at that point in the interview or the exam, yeah. you are confident and you are doing your best. And it sort of reflects in Do you understand? And you're calm. Yeah, you're calm. You are not worried. Yeah. You, might, you might be starving, but you believe that, oh, food will come. Mm-hmm. At that point, you are calm. Mm-hmm. But as if you do not believe in God, yeah, come on. They say, the Bible says, do not be anxious of anything. Mm-hmm. Because if the Father of God can't. Provide for the for beds. The birds, yeah. How much more? You. Yeah. So, but we that, we that we have no father coordinator. <laughs> we are anxious. <laughs> we are anxious. True. 
I I saw I saw um a Jameson clip see with you right yeah that guy he talked about like how he actually shared my sentiments on how our parents why our parents mm -hmm. were as religious as they were because mm -hmm. like at the time there was a lot of like on set on settlement okay, okay with like you know that was at the time when the country was going from democracy to yeah. military yeah. back to democracy and back to military and it was just a lot of madness at the, at the time when there was you know the great depression and all of that you know people starving like the country is still trying to find its identity at the yeah, time. Sure, sure. and it sort of makes sense that the church is a therapy house and okay let me tell you, let me tell you what it is. So, what was like me i'm from the eastern extraction okay go, go yeah. one of the food that actually saved my people mm. was the church mm -hmm. the church was using their planes to ferry to ferry and um, this is stock fish mm -hmm. to ferry food items was that during the Biafran war yes during the civil war nigeria civil war yeah it was they were using the ferry food because they had over three million over three million people died yeah they had of kids that were suffering from malnutrition yes, so the church was very very integrated right? the catholic church the anglican church and like if when you say the the eastern is actually highly you check they're highly catholic mm -hmm. because of this people that actually came through for them true those are people that came through for them that makes sense so when you say you get when you say that the pros those are the more biggest pros mm. of this thing because it's like a community yeah the church is like a community mm -hmm. community it actually came through for them a lot yeah. and that's why up to tomorrow you're going to have strong evil families that are deep rooted in catholic anglican Jerusalem. Yeah. so because the church came through for them in their moment of extreme need yeah so that's why i love them so that's why i come with pro, pro, pros if you need if you're traveling to a new country it's nigeria you're yeah. traveling to a new country the unspoken rule is going to find a nigerian christian church yeah. When you find a Nigerian Christian church, yeah. you're definitely going to have a better chance of acclimatizing into the new country because you're going to have communities that are ready to help you yeah. just on the account that you're a Christian. Yeah. And if you go to a mosque, you have people that are willing to help you. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So it's that it gives it. It's like it's like it's like a cult, mm. but because of you have a certain shared religious leaning, yeah. so people are willing to help you. They don't know you. Mm -hmm. Because you actually share so and so because of their beliefs, mm -hmm. they tend to help. So that's like the pros of the pros of religion. Mm -hmm. It's not religion is not all bad. It may have its bad parts, but it's it serves people. It helps it helps you unite people. Absolutely yes. Because one of the it helps you unite people. Get them a, give them a sense of shared purpose, mm -hmm. shared belief, shared sure. shared targets. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's 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 positive in its own way. It's when it's not well harnessed mm. that you start having a lot of cracks. And because um, because for, for so long, it, um, um, I would say that Nigeria is one of the reasons why, it might be one of the reasons why Nigeria is as bad as it is, but it's also one of the reasons why Nigeria has not developed into pure anarchy. Because mm. Nigeria is bad, but the fact that the, Bible, the pastor comes every Sunday, to pray, tell people that it's gonna get better. Speaking to people subconscious. Do you understand? It gives gives them it, it makes them it makes Nigerians docile. Mm, yeah, sure. But it allows them, gives them a reason to keep moving, it gives them hope. Yeah. When you there's in the absence of hope, all you have is anarchy. Mm. And that's what's giving Nigerians hope. The religion gives them hope. That okay, no matter how bad Nigeria is, if you die you go to heaven. Yeah. It gives them that hope. Yeah. So they'll be able to face a better place. Yes. 
But if there is nothing to look forward to, and the country you are is bad, mm-hmm. it's pure anarchy. So religion gives people that kind of sense of hope, allows them to, be able to sleep well at night, mm. gives them that belief that okay, it might be bad, but tomorrow's going to be better. Mm. So that was that is what religion gives people. That's why I mean I'm actually generous people that are actually very very religious. Gives them happiness. Mm. It might be I might for me I might see it as being as being oblivious. But sometimes there is joy in being ignorant. Ignorant. Actually. There is joy, joy in I ignorance. wish I don't know like half of the things I know today because I I've tried I've, I've tried it now. I tried when I uh, used to grow, when I was growing up. When people are trying to do revival and people are falling. I try yeah. to do it, but I can't be faking that even falling when I know my head and So let's now delve into the last point. You I know you've been trying to shy away from this <laughs> concept. Right. Me personally, when people say I'm atheist, I I I like to believe that there's some there's something that not necessarily someone, but there's something that, you know, just sort of like influences things that have is supernatural in a sense. Because mm-hmm. like you there are a lot of things that you can explain. So let's say a bus now is moving from Kano down to Lagos and it's an accident. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are saved now are saying it's God that saved them. Yep. But they are Christians that died. That would have said that too if they were saved, but they couldn't. Because they were killed, you know. So I feel like in a sense, religious people are selfish. Because when they come to give the testimonies, it's always about ah God has saved me. Okay, cool. That's really nice. I'm happy for you. But like there are people who believed wholeheartedly in what you believe as well. Like you are not doing anything different. You are not special. I don't think you are special. But then you make it on scale and then you come and say, God has saved you. I feel like in a sense, there are pros and cons to it. Because you are able to believe that and it's cool, you are alive, thank God. But at the same time, people died. And it doesn't even matter. Atheists are sometimes saved from this shit. Why not? And proper Christians die from it, from the same from the same incident. No, you got you got give it and will God take it. Huh? God give it and God take it. So God just takes Christians and leave atheists? Yeah, he, he, he loves them, so he's taking them home. That doesn't make any sense. That is, that is Are you depriving them of life? No, uh, come on. They say this. They say, it's not life, yeah. They say, um, there's one Bible, there's one song that says, um, Aji Or Yeah, the is the marketplace. <laughs> the heaven is the goal. Huh. But the funny part is that, the funny, funny part is that the pastor doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to go He doesn't want to leave the market. He wants to keep buying and buying and buying. I've always, I've always found, I've always, I've always found that that's it. Me, I believe that there is no, I believe that is one of the things before I even became, before I even stopped believing in religion. Before you became, say with your chest now, before you became an atheist. <laughs> say with your chest. If there's not like we strike you. No, I, I don't like, I don't like, the, I don't like the label. Trust okay. me, I don't like yeah. the label because mm-hmm. knowledge is, knowledge is um, dynamic. There's no absolute. If I get a, if I get a convincing argument, tomorrow I'll be religious. Huh. Also tomorrow, also today, my most convincing argument is religion is a scam. Huh. For me, I respect people that are very religious because right. they can do what I cannot. Uh-huh. Do you understand? Uh-huh. It takes a lot of strength and power for you to just accept to be oblivious. Uh-huh. I see a lot. I see a lot of things. I get to the church. 
See, my own issue with church has my own issue with church people ask me what what's wrong. My church we have always been way back. I try to connect, I can't connect. Mm-hmm. When people are following out the anointing, praying for hours, I get bored. I can't even go ten minutes, I'm done. I do not understand that though. Because the concept of prayer is that you are speaking to your maker, right? Yeah. So like is it death? CAC, for instance, is it death? They are hitting the wall. They are yelling at the top of their voice. What like this? Pastors will tell you that shout but it, until the heavens hear. Yeah, but like, but that doesn't make any but sense. But the scripture says that he knows your thoughts. Yeah, you like if he knows my thoughts, he knows my, my areas of pain. Why is why do I have to kabash and wail and cry? Yeah, but like, it, it doesn't make sense to me because like, then they 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 are now like um, different stratas of Christianity. So the ones that. Are, don't speak the ones that speak in tongues are more spiritual yeah. than the ones that don't. Yeah, but this but this there are ones that but what the scripture says about this case speaking in tongues is also very, very flawed. Because the scripture says in the book of was it book of Acts or so, it says that if you are if you are speaking in tongues, yeah, mm-hmm. and somebody is not available to translate, mm-hmm. you should shut up. Shut up. You should shut up. The Bible says that what we we done for this book? I'll show you the Bible verse. Now, the same thing that Bible, the same thing Bible scriptures tells you about speaking tongues. That in tongues, is people's languages, people's okay. languages, mm-hmm. people's languages. Not um, you just saying words. You don't, you don't think it's gibberish? It's not. Let me tell you what. In, in the book of Acts, yeah. when the first the first time people were speaking in tongues, yeah. when they were speaking, when the apostles were speaking in tongues. The people, because the people that are coming from other countries, yeah, when they heard them, they could hear their language. They heard the apostles speaking their language, different countries speaking different languages. People were there could understand them. Are you serious? It, it's, and they have to be in the spirit. It, I said the the spirits touched them. Do you understand? That was the the hey, I think it was you know the what they call it again? It was in you know, the the day of the Pentecost. Mm-hmm. It didn't touch them, and they were speaking in tongues. Okay, just give me a The So, um, the concept of that, I feel like, so, uh, there are also some other ideologies that Christians share with, um, like, sin against the Holy Spirit. I remember growing up really scared that if you sin against the Holy Spirit, it's never going to forgive you. Mm-hmm. That was really scary for me. And one of the sins against the Holy Spirit was false. Okay. And when and when the day of the Pentecost was was fully come, they were all in one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Heaven. Mm-hmm. As of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared upon them cloven tongues, tongues like as as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, the apostles. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak, speak with other tongues, as spirits gave them the utterance. And they were all dwelling at Jehovah, and they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devote men, out of every nation under the heaven. Mm. Now, when this was, and when this was noise abroad, the multitude came together and were con- confounded, because that every man Heard them speak in his own language. Mm. So the multitude, they say multitude of Jews came to Jerusalem from yeah. different 
nations. Yeah. And when the thing touched the tongues, touched the apostles, mm-hmm. they were speaking tongues that the multitudes could hear them speak. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason why they could be able to converse with those people. Do you understand? Yeah. Converse with those people. Yeah. And they could now tell them about the word of God. So they were not speaking gibberish. Mm-hmm. They were not speaking na na na. They're not speaking to a Yoruba um, uh, congregation. They're speaking in tongues. How? Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. They were speaking in tongues to the reason why it was for the multitude to come and for the word of God to propagate. Uh, Do you understand? Let me show you this scripture. These, these things I've had, me have had all this argument before. So it was, you are saying it's like um, a propagation tool? Yes. So let's say a, someone from the Caribbean, for instance, could come to Nigeria and start speaking in tongues but in Yoruba language. Yes! Because he's trying to communicate. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. This Holy Spirit is trying to help him communicate. He mm-hmm. put Yoruba. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And the funny thing again is that the same Bible says that he's speaking in tongues. Hey, <laughs> come on, see. Come on, yeah. First Corinthians 14, verse 28. Mm-hmm. clear. Now, but if no one is present, who can interpret? They must be silent in your church meeting and speak in tongues to God privately. Do you understand? So, do you get? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, it must be, you must be communicating to somebody. It's not just you just saying gibberish. And now, the same scripture says another again. And it tells people that if the gifts of speaking in tongues, let me show you. And by the gifts of speaking in tongues will pass away. So, according to First First Corinthians 13, 8 to 10, it says that love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. Mm. So, do you get? Yeah. The gifts will be, will be taken away. It will all pass. So, if you... Wait, do you understand? That yeah. why, that's one reason why a lot of you have all this... And the nation having counter argument. Yeah. The Catholic does not believe in Christian tongues. Yeah. Do you understand? True. The early, the early, some of the Protestant, Protestant churches believe in speaking in tongues. The older ones do not believe in speaking in tongues because they believe that the gift had passed away. Mm. But the only one believe ones speak. Do you get? Yeah. So they have counter argument. Counter argument because this is one reason why I'm actually <coughs> have issue with the Bible. You said that the for you to understand the Bible, you need the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yet we have so many denominations. Do they have different Holy Spirit? It's not the Holy Spirit transmitting yeah, for them. Interpretations of the Bible. But yet it was only the Holy Spirit that was transmitting for them. True. So how come did they have so many? There are a lot of doctrines that I even think that are very questionable, like with celestial celest people, for instance, celestial churches. Christ. Like Selena, that one is very, very. That one is like it's celestial church from God. It's very African. Just very like, African to walk from Ikorodu to no, it's Nicos very, Island it's very African. Food. It's very African because it merges, it merged Christianity and our indigenous customs and traditions. Working on barefoot is not sanitary, though. It's not sanitary, but it's very it's well practiced before the British came. So practice. What do you mean? It's practice? Jesus Christ was wearing sandals. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? He wasn't walking barefoot, though. He was, I think he was wearing sandals. Yeah. But they decided to pick some of the parts in which he just uh, they told this guy to to drop his sandals. Yeah. Moses. He was about to enter into the holy ground, right? Do you understand? Yeah. So a lot of all these guys were allowed to wear sandals. Mm-hmm. They were to wear sandals. Yeah. When they get to the district, they're meant to off it and enter. Yeah. So now a lot of them decided to now take it a, f- a step further. Yeah. 
because of different competition by your different pastors. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Tell them to when I go to wear your sultana because they be as mm-hmm. their mind is sultana is holy. Clean. Since you wear the holy garment, yeah. you're meant to wear sandals. Yeah. Do you understand? Why some other people believe that you can wear the sultana, sultana when you get to the when you get to the to the mountain, yeah. then it's not off. Pull off your sandals. Mm-hmm. So you get it's yeah. all about how people believe, how their customs join and add. Mm-hmm. If your father was always was a part of the clientele that used to walk from Ogomaiko, barefoot mm-hmm. to Leki, yeah. there's a chance you say, Washao, trek, barefooted. When your father used to drive car to select ground, mm-hmm. you understand? Mm-hmm. You wear your sneakers and you get to the church and you pull it off. Do you understand? Yeah. If you give birth, it's your chance to try to wear it. It's not going to be wearing birth because it never picked it up from you. True. So it's all about where you come from. If you come from Mother of Fire, that's kabashing every single day. Mm-hmm. Why well, you will kabash? You will have to. You will, you will learn how to that's, kabash. That's the only way you know. It's not like me. I don't believe in kabashing. <laughs> if you are if you are speaking in tongues, I get tired. <laughs> I get tired. I keep on repeating the same thing because I don't even know what I'm saying. Juliet. So like, okay, let's let's wrap this up now. Um, there's one thing that I've that you know I've always pondered on. Christianity is really divided as far as like doctrines go. Mm-hmm. And you know, it goes with like the denominations that you say this one believes in this one and that one believes in that one. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't make sense. Okay. People don't question them though, but it don't make big sense, but people still allow them to fester. Okay. One of them in particular, I can't even forget, is with deeper lives burning. Kumui, especially, banning media, mm-hmm. banning TV, banning his people, his sheep, the deeper people from owning TVs at the time. So here's, here's like children born into the deeper life household who can't even watch the TV to see what like, the outside world is like. You know, they are very, very disconnected from, you know, mm-hmm. civilization and all of that. Mm-hmm. So they've grown up to not know a lot. Mm-hmm. So as we they watch, TV growing up. You know, you watch TV, you say, oh, I want to be a newscaster someday. I want to be an actor someday. I want to do this. I want to be this. I want to be that. They were like children at the time. They had no such dreams. So like, it then goes to them living their life not to the fullest potentials. Because I'm sure that some of them would have had like the natural talent mm-hmm. to be, you know, newscasters, to be journalists, to be, you know, working in the media. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be evil as the church has painted it to be. What do you think is going to cause about going to bring about the the paradigm shift mm-hmm. as far as religious leaders Accepting to telling that. people what to do and what not to do goes? Because like as we are sitting here now, all it takes is for one top place imam in the north to say stop doing this. Mm-hmm. And people are going to stop doing that. Never mind that religion is deep rooted in a lot of patriarchy, a lot of oppression, a lot of conflict. We, we mentioned how like it has a lot of violence in it, you know, a lot of like relegation of women, a lot of criminalization of like the gay people, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a tool that has for so long, you know, buttressed the inequality that we face today, you know, all of the. What do you think is going to bring about like that paradigm shift that is going to make people start thinking for themselves? Because another thing that I was going to bring up was um, 
the difference between religion and spirituality. Okay, let's tackle that first. Do you believe in spirituality? What What is your take on spirituality? I don't believe in religion. Okay. But, but I believe you can be spiritual. Okay. What does that entail? And being spiritual is being is being um being able to be your own yastic. Hmm. Being able to put other people into consideration. Hmm. Being able to be your own morality compass. Hmm. Being able to sharpen it based on your own choices. And being able to stomach your own choices. You don't need somebody to tell you that it is bad before you know that it is bad. Mm-hmm. It's a sense of your own spirituality. Being able to speak to yourself, being able to converse alone. You don't need to bring somebody else in it for you to have a conference with yourself yeah. on how to move forward, things that is weighing you down. Do you get You don't need to speak to somebody for you to be able to handle your, your demons inside. Yeah. That is the sense of your spirituality. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have to confess to. A priest, yeah, for you to actually, for you to actually have have um is a, a session with yourself mm-hmm. to know that okay I've actually done wrong and I need to correct it. Yeah, those that is a sense of spirituality. That's my own. I believe that it's meant to be human. Our our personal the way we relate to ourselves and the way we relate to other people. It has to be mutual. Mm-hmm. You don't need people to tell you that this thing is wrong before you know it is wrong. Your mind, you definitely know it is wrong. Yeah, that way you actually having doubt and you are going to meet the pastor to ask. Because yeah. your mind, you know it, what you did was wrong. Yeah. If it was not wrong, you won't be going to the pastor to ask him that, oh, is this thing bad or not? Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah. So that's my take on spirituality. I'm, I'm not a religious person, but I definitely have my own share of being spiritual. Yeah. But religion, I don't know. I do not need, I don't, like I said, I don't like labels. Mm-hmm. I don't need labels to tell me that, oh, I'm not meant to steal my neighbor's item, mm-hmm. or I'm not meant to molest somebody. You don't need that. You don't need somebody to tell you that. It's, when you put people into consideration, it becomes easy. Once you put yourself in their shoes, yeah. that is empathy. Mm-hmm. Once you can put empathy in how you deal with people, yeah. it makes it easier for you to have a very, very good moral compass. Because yeah. empathy tells you that what you cannot take, you shouldn't give it to you. Yeah. And if you know that it's going to hurt somebody, yeah. then you just don't bother, don't bother to say it or do it. Mm-hmm. Do you get Yeah. So you do not need the Bible to tell you that. So let your let your words be coated with grace mm-hmm. for you to know that you should say everything you tell people. Yeah. Do you understand? Sure. So it's not, there's no hard this thing. It's just that a lot of people like to, like to put, the, um, drop the blame on another person, drop the, make it fact of another person. Someone tells you to go kill somebody. It's not telling you because you're not killing the person because the person tells you. Because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, I was brainwashed. But because you allow yourself to be brainwashed. You ask, the, when you said something before, you asked me about what's going to change the... What's going to cause the paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. As I said before, globalization. The more you put people out of poverty, mm-hmm. the more you give people proper education. Before you, when you give them choice to make their own decisions on how their life paths you go, mm-hmm. you give them more choices. You remove the power from the pastors because the more choices you have, you have some way to, the reason why you can be able to tell your pastor that you don't know what you're saying because as pastor is saying, you're cross-checking. Mm-hmm. When pastor says, yes, you have to show you the Bible verse. Mm-hmm. When pastor says, you look at it, this pastor is capping. Mm-hmm. Then when you throw it to him, he tells you that, oh, um, you need the Holy Spirit to understand it. Yeah, yeah. Look at this English. <laughs> this English, man. If you are this English, so if you cannot, if you, I need Holy Spirit to understand English, then there's a problem with you. Mm. 
Do you understand? If you you can understand it. Right. You didn't finish you, you, you didn't finish university. But me, I spent five years in university. I can't understand it. I need those spirits. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. There's a problem, there's a disconnect. If you can understand it, you self, take it. I'll go and find something else to do. So that I need English to understand. But like Nakumi yeah. has backtracked. Yeah, he has. He's trap. And backtrack we backtrack without apologizing to the people that were beaten, flogged for watching TV in their neighbor's house. Because mm-hmm. I have one of my one of my friend there when I was in where I went for my diploma. He used to tell us then I was beaten brutally for peeping during the World Cup. Do you understand? So when you back, like now when his um, son got married, normally in deeper life. When you go for marriage or when you are your young sister, you dress you dress in the worst outfit in the world. Mm-hmm. Don't buy, if you are not if you are not dressing like the 18th century women, you are not you are not keeping your chaste chastity. Mm-hmm. You have to dress ugly, mm-hmm. no makeup. Yeah, do the worst. No point of religious fashion. Now, it's now, existence. now, but when his son went to give got married, get married, mm. that was wearing the church. The picture went to do went to environment. Yeah. So why is the one I the total law was was on makeup. She was. She was on makeup. Her 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 wedding dress was showing cleavage. I didn't see that. Her wedding dress was showing cleavage. Then they did the wedding finish. We got the backlash and I said, oh, they have suspended the son and the daughter. But the wedding picture has gone already. They, okay. they have memories already. Yeah. That memory already. I'm sure. I'm sure the father would have been in on that. Why? Why? Why didn't? Why didn't they stop the wedding? <laughs> or did he see the bride when she came with the cleavage? Why? Because some, some like what I said in the animal farm, some animals are more higher than others. Yeah, we see that a lot in the north, right? With the Sharia law and stuff. You see the richer you are, the more you can yes. get the Sharia law for you. He says he's sitting governor. Yeah. That is a propaganda. Uh, that is a propaganda. That is a. Um, that is a very very strong supporter of Sharia. Was caught on videos. Stuffing money is a worry guy, and what happened? Nothing. Nothing. But if someone should be caught stealing, and uh, they give you short sleeve or they give you long sleeve. So it's that way it is. The more you pull people out of poverty, the more you abuse the power of all these clergy. And that's only a problem. That was say the power of the masses, the more people are poor, the higher they're going to believe in such weird fantasies. Actually, it makes sense because in Nigeria, for instance, there are more churches in the trenches than there. If there are more churches in Bariga than there are in Banana Island, uh, and I can tell you that for a fact. And they will tell you that your neighbor is, is, is the one doing you. You're so I don't understand it. Banana obviously is the higher echelon of the country. Do they not need God to be that successful? I mean, I, I don't understand it why there are more churches in the Poorer, the poorest parts of the country. And because of the people that will have the biggest challenges. They have biggest challenges now. So then, religion now is not is not exactly a, a moral compass. Then and it's not it's not like it's not like a it's not like a moral police. Let me tell you, let me tell you, it's not proven. The higher the the the, the, the standard of living in the country is, the lower the religious attendance. Like the Western world, of course. Is lower, do you mm-hmm. understand? Japan, Japan was a very, very highly religious country mm. after they lost the lost the world war, mm. lost the world war, and they disposed the super the, the super leader. Mm. They are they are this thing, they are the style of living are going up. And most Japanese, a, a high chunk of Japanese, are in fact, it is 
They don't believe in God because they have they have not even their own version of God. Nope. They grew up seeing the country work because people put effort, not because any God did it for them. Mm. They saw people do the work. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. People do not want to do the work, they want a God to do it for them. So if Nigerians see the work, the, the country change because people did the work, mm. you, you want any nobody can go to control people. Because if you see your life change because somebody did the work, do you understand? Mm-hmm. The work of your hands. Nobody's going to tell you to go to church on Sunday. You're, work, you're working on Sunday. Your job is per hour. Nobody's going to church on Sunday. You, mm-hmm. you, are, you, you have, you are, if your job is per hour, yeah? yeah. you're being paid per hour. Mm-hmm. And you know that, okay, you have something, you have payment to get. You're going to church on Sunday. Of course. You're not going to church on Sunday. You're going to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Why not? When you know that, if you make it in as much as you're going to live better, mm-hmm. you don't need to go and pray. If you, you, are, you fall sick, you go to the hospital where you're going to have standards. But yeah, because you go to pray because they need healing. Mm-hmm. But when you know that you can get proper check or a check, you can get your surgeries done, less churches. Yeah, and, and that goes to like how there's no line drawn between like religious people and science. They don't, they don't, it's a concept that I don't want to see is eye it, to eye. Is it part? Because they, don't, they don't like science. Because, see, because, you see, I've told you that the entire concept of religion is based on faith. You must believe this because the, this book says it. When you say but, they say no, believe. Mm. But, no, believe. Mm. How? No, believe. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. When you, you, you cannot have, you can see, you cannot have faith and have questions. True. It's not the same, True. and really, and uh, science is science is question everything. We have to question everything because if you don't question everything, you cannot even get, you cannot even improve in science. So when that apple fell from the tree, you have to ask. Isaac Newton was like, okay, why did that fall? And when and when do you find out that why it fell? Then you have to you have to try and understand that. Okay, if I do this, will it not fall? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And when someone tells you that okay, if you do this, it will not fall, mm-hmm. the person will tell you that okay. Why isn't why you have to ask the person why? The person have to show his methodology. The way the person show methodology, you now go and recreate it. Mm-hmm. So if a pastor tells me that, if you if I call Jesus seven times, yeah, you are healed, mm-hmm. and he says it, then me, I I carry gun, I shoot you in the chest. Then I call Jesus Christ seven times, and you become healed. It has become a scientific f- um, proven, yeah. Sorry, yeah. that if you call Jesus seven times, mm-hmm. you get healed of anything. Mm-hmm. And that person does it again. And you call Jesus Christ, and the person is healed, it becomes a law. True. You get shot, Jesus, seven times. Not six, not five. <laughs> seven, not six and a half. Seven, not eight. Seven. Do you understand? Yeah. So another person is going to test it with three. If a person dies, they know that, no, three is not good. Three is not good. If someone tests with one, and it happens, oh, why do you go to seven? You can just call only... One. That's what mm. science does to you. Mm. Science tells you that, oh, chloroquine plant, that when you squeeze it and you drink it, people get well from malaria. Mm. Someone goes and check that, oh, let's check what is actually doing it in the chloroquine plant. They find out, oh, you need to you bring the queen, the queen out of the chloroquine. You don't need to drink the entire, you don't need to eat the entire plant. Mm-hmm. You just need to separate that queen from it. And you only take it and you get better. Yeah. That is what science does. And that person now proved that, oh, queen has a lot of side effects. It's not actually that effective. Mm-hmm. It's my work, but it's not so. There's something better mm-hmm. and gives you less side effect. Mm-hmm. I brought the mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. So that is improvement. That's what science does. There's no improvement since pages of the Bible were discovered in the Dead Sea Scrolls. And now, there's no improvement. 
Jesus Christ is still Jesus. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Mary still give birth to Jesus. No changes. There's no hack to it. There is not. They didn't add anything. They didn't remove anything. There's no improvement. But science is dynamic. And if you are in the changing world, if you're not dynamic, mm-hmm. you die. Actually. So that is why religions die. Why science persists. Science is changes. Ah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. So, um, I feel like um, with the way the country is today and you know how we've always known the country to be, it, we've not been moving forward, you know, we've not been moving backwards, we've just been like stagnant. I was not stagnant We're moving backwards. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> backwards. Running back. Yeah, but like we've been praying for Nigeria since 1960. Um, yes, even the scriptures. Is Our not, prayer has not answered. Even the, even the Christian scripture is not stupid enough. You say a prayer without works is what is dead. Mm-hmm. And we have not done the work. Mm. You have to put the work. You can't just pray. Even the Bible says you have to walk. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the work. The work is very, very important. I feel like an argument that religious people make is God is the one that pushes that crowns your effort. So it's not crown your effort, you're the one that does the work and the block. <laughs> see, 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 if there's anything I agree with the Bible, mm-hmm. sorry, the Christian Bible, it's yeah. the book of Ecclesiastes yeah. and the book of Proverbs. Yeah. Those those are those are regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things I agree with. Now, the Bible, the Bible of Ecclesiastes says that it says something, it mentions something about money. Yeah. Instead of chasing money like chasing the wind. Mm-hmm. You can never catch it. Even if you you think you get it? You cannot catch. You cannot catch money. Mm-hmm. It's it's just you know, like chasing the wind. You you keep on running till you die. Yeah. Do you understand? Actually. So and it's and on the same this thing says that there is no that you are seeing you are seeing good things happen to bad people mm-hmm. and you are seeing bad things happen to good people. Yeah, of course. Do you understand? So there is no luck and luck. Is there luck and fate mm-hmm. happens to everybody? Not God. Luck and fate. Mm-hmm. You see, that you are successful does not mean that you are the most hardworking person. Who work harder than you and do not get this thing? Some so people are born. Some are born with that. Born with one hand tied behind their back, and you, you have two hands. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And some people are they have two hands tied behind their back. They are already at two hand disadvantage already. Mm-hmm. And you guys work the same way. You're going to be successful. You're not going to be successful. It's fact because they are two hands tied behind their back. Yeah. Do you understand? They, they even they work two times as hard as you. They can't get your efforts. True. Do you understand? So when people say that, oh, it's because you did not do this enough, do you say it's it's false? It's false. If you're born in a war torn country, there's only there's a ninety percent ninety percent chance you're either going to be a casualty or you're going to be an oppressor. Hmm. Do you understand? It's only now when they now pinpoint the the um ten percent or let's even say zero point zero point five percent people that make it. You know, say, oh, I did it. I did it because God got me. Do you understand? Then what about the other 90% people or the 98% people that did not make it? God didn't got them? Mm-hmm. You are you're an outlier. You are an outlier. In Nigeria, the, this thing, most people are going to, most people are going to die between, between the ages of um, 65 to, between the ages of 60 to 65. Those are going to die. There's someone who lives to 120 and say that, oh, the person, God lost her. It's not an outlier. <laughs> The average age of the age of Nigeria, your lifespan is mostly going to not going to pass fifty. But people outlive fifty years or no? They are outliers. Mm-hmm. So do you get? So that I'm trying to say when people mention that it's just it's just for them to just explain because the country is bad. I tell you that most people once they leave the shores of Nigeria, 
church attendance drop hmm. after two years in the UK. Church goer. You start to see a system that works that rewards your hard work. You understand that you know that if I work on Sunday, mm-hmm. I can feel the joy in my heart. You can pay bills. You can pay bills. Mm. But when you yeah, when you work on Sunday, or you don't work on Sunday, there's no any addition to your pocket. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just stay in your tomb or you go and kabash mm-hmm. and pray that God gives you an unwarranted favor? That is the word that kills me. Unwarranted favor. If I don't deserve. <laughs> favor valuable, isn't it? Yeah, favor valuable. <laughs> That is um and and me doing when you see. Okay, okay, okay. A lot of people are going to be uncomfortable through this episode, but I feel like the point of the podcast is it's not to it's not to bash any faith. It's not to you know say what you are doing is wrong. I feel like um, life is too multidimensional that anything works for anyone. There's 8 billion of us. I keep saying that. Like, a lot of people don't realize that. It's actually 8 billion of us. Right? So, like, everyone is unique in, like, what works for them and how their perception of life is. So, if you believe that God is the one coming through for you, even though Shukujeku doesn't believe that, <laughs> and if, if he keeps working for you, please go ahead with that. So, um, I feel like at the end of the day, um, it is just to open your eyes to, to see for a fact what this thing is. Um, I'm not saying you should be atheist. I'm not saying you should drop your faith. It's worked for you all your life until this point. So please carry on with it. It's just important to to then you know be aware to know that um, your pastor is not a, the beginning and the end of um, you know of of life as it is because eventually it's going to pass away. So then what what happens to you? How do you start to recalibrate your life? Um, I feel like this episode really is just to sort of like open your eyes to religion as it is. And we don't have all the answers, neither of us do. But from inference, we were able to, you know, come to some conclusions, you know, that sort of like shed light onto this topic as, as, as our as our mental capacity is able to, to lead us. But yeah, um, thank you for coming on this, um, Chuku Jepo. Um, my pleasure. My atheist friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a really, really good one. Um, so yeah, um, it's very, very important though that you don't be selfish with, you know, contents of this podcast. You should please share with your friends. Um, it's going to be on all streaming platforms, uh, on socials as well. Um, hwit.pod on Instagram and then we can go from there let me hear what you think on the topic um, some of you are really just listening to this and it's fine just let me hear your opinions on it you are not going to convert me don't try but it's important that you know we have these dialogues and then we try to see eye to eye on some of these things um, yeah don't demonize me don't demonize Chukujeku let us have a human conversation you know at the heart of religion and yeah um, see you on the next one. <laughs> this is a really, really uncomfortable episode. But yeah, God is good. Allah is the greatest. Whatever you believe in is fine. Bye. <laughs>